Owning a business is tough. Fortunately, there's Insperity to help me with HR administration, compliance, and more, so my employees can thrive and my business can grow. With Insperity, nothing seems impossible. Insperity, HR that makes a difference. If you find the real estate market stressful, confusing, and complicated, then you've come to the right place. Stay tuned as Randy and his expert guests dispel the myths and give you a dose of reality. It's Real Estate Revealed. And here's your host, Chicagoland's premier home appraiser, Randy Barcella. A very enthusiastic and exciting welcome to Real Estate Revealed, and I am Randy Barcella. It is always a joy for me to be with you every Sunday morning. I'm happy that you tuned in. Today's exciting show, Fireplace Safety, yes, going into the fall now. And on the show is the premier home inspector. Yeah, that's Brad Orenstein, president of Express Inspections, LLC. Wow. And why? Uh, how about listing your home to its highest potential? Yeah. And on the show are the premier broker owners of Corona Realty. Yeah, that's Alex Corona and Jamie Burks. Also, why life insurance isn't enough for loved ones left behind. Wow. And in studio to educate us is the premier pre-planning advisor. Yeah, that's Susanna Padilla from Dignity Memorial. And then myths versus reality about FHA, VA, and conventional appraisals by me, Randy Barcella. Yes, we do have a packed house again today with a lot of valuable information. So get a paper and pencil ready. Happy Sunday, everybody. Brad. Good morning, Brad. Hey, fireplace. Good morning. How are you? Good. Fireplace safety. Educate me. Sure, yeah. Today I'd like to talk about the different types of fireplaces and some maintenance and safety tips with them. So uh, to start off, uh, we'll start with the ventless gas units. These are so popular in condos, and I like to compare them to a tabletop uh, picnic grill type of situation. Um, These have little to no maintenance. There's no flue or vent to deal with. And um, the only thing that you really need to consider is uh, cracking a window for a fresh air source when you do use it. I've seen these on new construction, believe it or not, the vent out the back. Oh, oh sure, yeah. Well, that's a direct vent unit. Oh, so okay. This system, which actually has no no vent whatsoever. It's oh. just a metal box. Okay. Yeah, so very different. I, t- I told you um, I'm yeah, learning you something every time you're on the show. <laughs> All right. And then uh, moving on to uh, the vented metal cabinet inserts, and you could have those with or without gas. Um, but the things to consider are if the metal cabinet itself is rusted or has any cracks or damages to it, this can obviously allow that superheated gases or fire to get into or behind the cabinet and uh, cause any type of fire damage. Um, and that also goes with the types of cabinets that have uh, fire bricks in them. If these things are cracked and damaged, that can also lead to issues. So. Those vental met, vented metal cabinet inserts uh, just have to do a little bit of maintenance maintaining them. Okay. And then uh, finally, you have your larger conventional masonry or brick units, again, with or without gas. Um, if you are using wood, the concern for sparks and fire getting out of the firebox is, is most important. Um, you know, keeping the framing beneath the fireplace and the proximity of the combustibles couches, et cetera, blankets, um, these things away from the, uh, from the opening of the fireplace is such a good idea. Um, there are clearances and codes that do vary by size and depth of the fireplace, so it is not a one-size-fits-all when it comes to clearance codes. 
Um, just to uh, throw a few statistics out there, um, for the year 2014 to 2018, this uh, is compiled every four years, so the new statistics will be coming out uh, this uh, year. So for 2014 to 2018, there were approximately 48,000 fires involving heating equipment each year. And of those, approximately 25% of those fires were from wood-burning heating equipment. And that's primarily from the creosote within the chimney system itself. What's creosote? And, uh, just, yeah, just to explain what that is, that is a buildup of the ash and the soot that builds up inside the liner of the flue. And it can result in fires within the, in the flue system. And uh, even uh, you could see flames coming out of some people's houses from time to time, which is an extreme case. <laughs> so, uh, so that's creosote. Now, that's now the first fire, the first, of- the first fireplace you talked about was that's considered ventless. Correct. And what's no the, what, uh, what? What possible? Um, is there a real flame in the ventless fireplace? Yeah, it is. There's a small little gas flame. Again, comparable to a little picnic grill, um, and uh, they're very low maintenance. There's no uh, logs or anything like that to deal with. And uh, I, hey, Brad, yeah. I, I still see these on new construction too. The ventless, they're up against the wall, yeah. uh, mainly yeah. on uh, a lot of. Uh, you're right, condos or two story or three story units uh, in the city where there's a real small lot of twenty five by one twenty five. They're not putting in. Uh, the chimneys it's it's the ventless uh, yeah so pretty much yeah, it's like um i don't know uh it's sort of like what eye appealing but it's not a real flame and you could shut it off just like a gas lighter on your stove exactly yeah yeah there's so but what's the dangers know, guess, there are there any dangers there because there's glass in front yeah, of it well, yeah the carbon monoxide the fact that there is no vent um, you should crack a window open. I know if, if it's cold out and you have your fireplace on, but at the end of the day, you should still vent out that carbon monoxide. Get out of here. Thank you. Love it. Yeah, yeah that's a big one. Um, and then uh, to kind of uh, finish up here, uh, of those statistics, approximately 500 civilian deaths from those uh, fires and over uh, 1,300 injuries of people as well. And that resulted in over $1 billion in property damages. Hey, Brad, if, if I have a wood-burning fireplace, um, I don't. I was never comfortable going to sleep at night because there's still the embers and you don't know if they're completely out or not. So then I went to the, those logs that you buy. But then I said, I'm, not cons- I'm still worried about that. So I went to, the, I, you know, I've got the gas line that was already in there. So now at my home, I have the gas fireplace I light up. And then I turn off. What's is what's there? Is there any? And, and it goes right up the chimney. So I'm pretty safe with that. No. Sure. And and you're talking about a real log there, right? Not the fake log. I did the real logs 25 years ago. Yeah. I, I didn't feel comfortable after five mm-hmm. years. So then I went to the fake log. But now I don't do any of that. I have the gas line that goes across, and I light it with a a lighter. And it's just and a, a it. gas flame, yeah. like you're ventless. But I have a vent, and but I, but I have a vent because it goes up the chimney. Yeah, that is correct. There is no reason to uh, um, have any uh, sort of, you know, issue with that in the evening. Uh, you should have no problem with that. The embers do not stay lit at all. So, Brad, this is Susana Padilla. Yes. I have a question. Now you're making me think here. I have a fireplace. I've been a homeowner for that same home for t- more than 20 years. I literally use the 
gas, the fire gas place maybe five times for 20 years. Mm -hmm. Do you still recommend, um, is there gathering, does it create that soot? Yeah, you know, um, in a, in a, uh, in a fake log situation, you know, that is probably something you would want to do every five to seven years. And it sounds like you don't use it all that much just for holidays and special occasions. So for that, you would think every five to seven years, if you were using that same fake log situation all year round, I would consider it every maybe two years to three years, even possibly every year, depending because you still get that build up. So Susanna, what is the last time you had your fireplace on? Five years ago. And then total of how many times before that? Total, I would say no more than five. She might not I, need any attention yeah, there. I, I literally have a black uh, garbage bag covering it because I feel a lot of draft. So I would tell oh. my husband, I said, no, I don't want it. And I just recently put a nice um, cabinet in front of it. It fits perfectly and it covers the fireplace. Okay. Boy, that is so common for people to do. I just block it off because they don't like it anymore. So fireplaces have ha, do have a bad rap in that way with air loss. I think that's what you were getting at. Yes, exactly right. And, and so when you're doing home inspections, Brad, um, do you check chimneys and fireplaces too? And what are you looking for? Yeah, and during a home inspection, obviously if we get on the roof, uh, we're certainly going to check the chimney and the exterior and certainly down the flue. Now, we don't inspect the entire flue. So that is something that would have to be done by an outside uh, independent contractor. But we do check, you know, for any damages, you know, physical things like that. And then on the inside, it's the same thing. You do look for a buildup. So as we look at the damper, I don't know if it sounds like you're having a problem with your damper, but, you know, the damper should prevent air from escaping when you don't want it to. And uh, so we check the damper, check the interior lining as far as we can obviously with a flashlight, but, um, uh, yeah, that, that would be about and, as far and, as you And with right. me, with me, Brad, I, as an appraiser, I think the healthiest home, I don't care what the temperature is. I get home every day at the end of the day and I open the doors and windows. I want fresh air in my house, then I'll shut them. And if my damper isn't completely shut at the fireplace, I don't use it that much. Anyways, I want air escaping. I want fresh air constantly circulating around my house, but that's just me. But Brad, um, how could somebody get a hold of you for your expert, uh, home inspection advice? Sure, yes. Uh, they can always go to my website. That's uh, www.expressinspections with an S dot com, or they can uh, give me a call at 708 337 1499. Again, I'll say that 708 337 1499. Thank you, Brad Orenstein, president of Express Inspections. And we come back. Um, the co-owners and brokers of Corona Realty, Alex Corona and Jamie Burks. You're listening to Real Estate Revealed with Randy Barcella. It's so good, it's so good. And it's always so good to be with you every Sunday morning. Good morning, America, and welcome back to the Real Estate Revealed radio show. Enjoy it every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. I'm Randy Barcella, your show host. And thank you all again so much for making us your Sunday habit. Without you, we are not here week after month after year. And it's my understanding we're into the 15th year now. And thank you. It's because of you, the audience. Thank you. 
Hey, if you missed any part of that last segment, get out to the website, realestaterevealed.com. R-E-V as in Victor, E-A-L-E-D.com. There's videos, there's testimonies, there's biographies of everybody on the show. And Brad Orenstein from Express Inspections, his, his website is right there too. Yeah. Um, here's a good topic. Listing your home to its highest potential. And on the show this morning is the premier broker owners of Corona Realty. Yeah, that's Alice Corona and Jamie Burks. Good morning, D- Dynamic Duo. Good morning, good morning. Thanks for having us. So, yeah, we were talking about, um, you know, listing your home and, and how important it is to, you know, list it at the highest potential. You know, a lot of people just want to sell it as is, and they, you know, I always tell them, you already have the property. Why don't we do a few things, you know, make sure that we get you topped out. You know, and a lot of times, even if they don't have the money, you know, that's where we come in. We're, we're here to help. You know, we go over there and, and look at the property and come up with a game plan for them. So, you know, just yesterday I was at a property. I walk in the door. The guy's got two toilets. He actually had it uh, for sale by owner. So, you know, he lives on a dead-end street. He puts a for sale by owner sign out front. The thing's blowing down. It's up, laying flat on the desk. And I open up the front door. He's got two toilets. He's sitting there in the living room. And I'm like, what's going on with this? He's like, oh, yeah, well, you know, two, two of my bathrooms need toilets. He's like, I just haven't got around to do it. And I'm like, so you've been showing your house with the two toilets in the, in the wow. living room. He's like, yeah. So then, you know, I walk into the kitchen. His kitchen, his, the, the refrigerator's taken apart. Both, both doors are laying on the floor. And I'm like, hey, what's going on with this? Oh, yeah, I lost some parts. I don't know where they're at. I, you know, I'm like, okay, so... You know, we, we come up with a game plan. We're going to go over there. We're going to help them out, get this place back to normal, put everything where it's supposed to go. And, you know, we're going to definitely get this place sold. And most importantly, you know, that I explained all about the marketing that we do. And, you know, we're going to make sure that this place looks amazing online. And most importantly, you know, we're going to put up a sign that's a lot better than his for sale sign, for sale by owner sign. And we're going to get the people in the door and get this place sold for them. And Alex, right, right now, especially since competition is tough because, you know, uh, I know you guys are busy no matter what happens, but a lot of uh, the market has slowed down the last four and a half, five months because rates uh, went up. But um, it's important to have a good marketing plan right now to have your ho- home stand out from the others, right? Absolutely. You know, another nice thing that we do, you know, we can actually paint the picture for the buyers. We do virtually staging. So even if the place is, you know, really bad, we have a, a property right now in the city. It's in a million-dollar neighborhood, and the house needs a complete gut rehab. And when I tell you this thing is in bad shape, oh, my goodness. So we redid every single picture and painted the picture of what it could look like after, you know, the repairs can be done. So that way, you know, it's one thing when I tell somebody, you know, you could do this and that. You know, some people can picture it. Some people can't. But when I show it to them and, in in, you know, uh, something they could see, it's like day and night. And, and, you know, that property, we actually are, you know, we have an offer in on it right now and we're, you know, negotiating as we speak. So, you know, and he had this house on the market with another realtor for like a year, didn't do anything with it. And now with the right marketing, you know, we got the people in the door and we're going to be, you know, hopefully selling this thing really soon here. And, and you know what? A lot of times uh, women have a better taste for decorating. I don't know than us guys. So maybe uh, Jamie's got something to say. And when it comes to Alex and myself, he's actually got the better taste. But (laughs) I do, I do definitely have to encourage sellers to first up, walk your home as a buyer. Having to explain less is always better. You want to make sure that you're marketing the right way. Simplify your clutter. If there's things like Alex was mentioning, toilets or doors that are not hung, I mean, clearly that all 
has a valid explanation, but if someone who's walking the property for the first time, you want to eliminate all those questions. The, you know, simplifying the things, understand that people, they want to take a look in, you know, closet space and things of that sort, but it's okay to tuck your boxes. They understand that you're moving as well. It's okay to tuck your boxes in closets in garages, in basements. And with the virtual staging, not only are we able to place furniture in the room, we're actually able to take things out of the room. So I had a what, client... What's virtual staging? That, sure. So virtual staging is that you have, let's say a property is vacant. We can electronically place an entire room full of furniture. Beds, nice. houses, flowers on the countertop, towels in a bathroom. We can literally electronically do that. So that way it gives them the vision of what the potential in and the possi- is and the possibility is as well. I had a client that boxed up everything she had that was really boxed well, looked nice and neat, but she had nowhere to put the boxes. So she put them all in the basement. We included the basement picture with the boxes and then we virtually removed all the boxes to make it look empty. We put wow. that photo on there as well. So I think that stuff does truly, truly help to make sure that the buyers can really see the vision. Uh, Stay away from taking pictures with your cell phone. Uh, It's so clear as day when you have a professional photographer as opposed to some cell phone pictures as well. You know, when you're removing clutter, you want to make sure there's nothing on the refrigerator. That sticks out like a sore thumb in photography. Get your garbage bags out of there. Pick up the shoes. Simple things that you don't need to have money for that can make a huge difference when displaying your property online. Um, Also, with your listings, you want to talk about area amenities. You know, not everyone is from the area that they're buying in. In fact, we more so than ever have been dealing with out-of-state buyers. They don't know what parks are close by, dining, golf courses, things of that sort. So it's definitely a great idea to make sure that you point out all of the area amenities. So then that way, the other realtor or the buyer themselves are able to know what kind of neighborhood they're getting into as well. That's amazing. Uh, you know, there's so much that, uh, well, uh, you know, just to simplify things, not all realtors do what you two do to get a house sold. Uh, and I don't know why, but I don't know if it's a majority of realtors. They don't know better or they don't want to do it, but they get the signature on the contract. They put the for sale sign in front of the house and forget about it. They're gone. So when things slow down a little bit, they always try to, you know, I think it's just cutting corners. Cost is a factor with everything. Uh, we've made it a point, no matter high or low or whatever the situation may be, we spare no expense. It's truly important to make sure that you continue to set the standard of marketing every property the same way and in the end that actually gets clients top dollar and they sell faster. Um, Susan wants to, Susanna wants to talk to you here. Hi, Jamie. It's Susanna Padilla. I have been hearing, hi, hi I have been hearing about this um, company, I believe it's Krubro, and it's, their motto is remodel now and pay later when it sells. Have you had that opportunity of working with that company? And if you did, any feedback on that? So we have not, but um, we actually do the same exact thing. So we, we actually help people rehab their homes, but the good thing is we don't charge them. So we actually, oh, I love part that. Of the deal. So, yep. awesome. yeah, so we don't charge them money things. We actually help them and get their property sold. And, and if we break even or even lose money, that's okay because we, we want to earn the right to ask for those referrals. Hey, Alex and Jamie, the, at the end of the day, the, 
They asked you to sell their house. It's your job to sell the house for the highest price in the lowest possible days on the market. So why wouldn't you want to go through the extra effort that you two do to get it sold quickly instead of letting it sit for one, two, three, four months? I don't know. I don't you know. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then they're going to tell everybody they know what we did for them. And they're going to, and it's going to bring in so much more business. So, you know what? I saw you know, your it's website helping people. and Alex and Jamie, you guys got more reviews than any realtor I've ever seen. I don't know. By the hundreds. Yeah, you know, no, they, I know. Hundreds. <laughs> you know, I, yeah. You know, so they, uh, yeah, they can't wait, like I said, to, you know, give back to us as well. So, you know, we, we want to help and we put our money where our mouth is. You know, we, we give them the game plan. They're willing to, to follow our lead. We'll take care of the rest and we'll get their property sold. Amazing. And so, uh, if, so, uh, any of our audience wants to hear more about your premier, uh, just five-star um, marketing of houses so it stands out uh, for the highest potential. How could they get a hold of you two? So myself, all they got to do is call the number to change his life, 708-925-2352. You can find us on the web at coronarealtygroupinc.com or on realestatereveal.com. Fantastic. For me, cell phone is, sir, cell phone is 708259 6242. And if you want to learn more about Alex Corona and Jamie Burst, just get out to the website, realestatereveal.com, R-E-V as in Victor, E-A-L-E-D.com. The, their photos are there, the biographies, the testimonies. Um, their website is just incredible. You, you could, it's amazing. So thank you guys again for your expert advice. And I know a lot of the audience is just getting excited hearing about this. So uh, thank you all again so much for making us your Sunday habit. I'm Randy Barcelli, your show. So we're coming up to a quick break. But you don't want to miss this one. Why life insurance isn't enough for loved ones left behind. And you know who who we have in studio? Yeah, the premier pre-planning advisor, Susanna Padilla. We'll be right back. Back to the show, sure to answer your questions about the real estate market. Real Estate Revealed with Randy Bursella. Ain't nobody leaving here. Good morning, America, and welcome back to the Real Estate Revealed radio show. Enjoyed every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. I'm Randy Barcella, your show host, and thank you all again so much for making us your Sunday habit. Without you, we are not here week after month after year. Hey, what a great topic here. Why life insurance isn't enough for loved ones left behind. In studio, we have the premier pre-planning advisor. Yeah, that's Susanna Padilla from Dignity um, Memorial. Good morning, Susanna. Good morning, buenos dias. Thank you, thank you, and welcome, everyone. Yes, life insurance is great to have, but is not complete. The reason being is because pre-planning is more detailed when it comes to the funeral services. Insurance is great for the living. For example, bills are still going to be expected to be paid. Life insurance, that's when it comes in. So then your loved ones would be able to pay and sustain themselves for at least a year, two years. Um, I'm Personally, I am getting back on my feet. My husband passed away two years ago, and that's where the life insurance helped me out. As for pre-planning that I wasn't aware of, Pre-planning takes care of all the details when it comes to funeral arrangements. And that is the big help because life insurance, you could have all the money, 
in the world. But money and life insurance do not make the decisions, the emotional decisions, when you lose someone. At the funeral home, not many people are aware that there are at least up to 125 questions and actions that one must take. For example, choosing what kind of casket, if your loved one prefers traditional um, or traditional burial or cremation, um, choosing the flowers, choosing the prayer cards, choosing are we going to go direct cremation or maybe after the ceremony, do you want, did he or she want to show their body in a casket? Um, there are so many questions that one, when they lose someone, they're at a daze. They don't know what they want. And at the end, sometimes either they go through emotional spending or at the end, they ask themselves, did I do the right thing? Did I do what my loved one wanted? Pre-planning, when I sit down with a family, we are able to talk, create. Um, they start being creative. And I said, well, you know, exactly. No, that is not what I really want. We just do it because that's the norm. We see other people do it. But at the time of being in a calm state of mind, people are taking control. People are being more um, efficient with their thoughts, with the way they want to spend their money. And they're taking control and taking the responsibility from their loved ones. So when it happens, it doesn't fall on their shoulders. So that is one of the best reasons for pre-planning. The other reason, which is the best, and I was literally fabricated when I found out, was that you lock in today's prices, the funeral prices. So think of it this way. Randy, just to make sure that me and you are on the same page and others, sooner or later, we are going to go into the same path. We are going to pass. Correct? Yes. Okay. So with that said, would you rather pay today's prices or in the future prices, which every seven to 10 years, funeral prices and wedding prices, they double every seven to 10 years. So what pre-planning does is you lock in today's prices for future use. And not to mention, when I am sitting down with a family member, we are taking care and recording your wishes um, in our pre-planning guide. So I am able to go and do a complimentary consultation at the comfort of your own home, or if you would like to send an appointment at one of our 38 locations in Illinois, I would be happy to do that. The thing is, is just getting that seed planted so we could talk more about this, have the conversation. Don't be scared about the conversation. Uh, be more um, proactive because that is a beautiful gift of love that you're doing for your family members. So does it cost anybody to contact you and get interviewed to learn more about this? No, no. And matter of fact, I'm, I'm happy to give more awareness because like I said, I wasn't aware of this. And now when I was as soon as I learned about the benefits, I immediately changed my profession and do pre-planning. 
Well, how could our audience get a hold of you, Susanna well, Padilla? Direct number, my cell phone number is 630-644-3611. One more time. 630-644-3611. Oh, and also you could learn a little bit more on my website, www.padilla, P is in Peter, A-D-I-L-L-A dot life. Nice. And if you want, and if you didn't get a chance to write that down, just go out to our website, realestaterevealed.com, R-E-V as in Victor, E-A-L-E-D.com. Scroll down, Susanna Padilla, click on her face. It'll take you right to her website. Wow. Great information as always. Next segment, Myths versus Reality about appraisals by me, Randy Barcella. You're listening to Real Estate Revealed with Randy Parcella. It's not unusual you want to be loved by anyone. It's not unusual you want to have fun. And it's not unusual for us to have a blast with our audience every Sunday morning. Good morning, America. And welcome back to the Real Estate Revealed radio show. Enjoyed every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. I'm Randy Parcella, your show host. Uh, and thank you all again so much for making us your Sunday habit. Without you, we are not here week after month after year. And uh, keep your text, emails, phone calls coming in because that's what we do in, during the week. We uh, respond to all your questions about, hey, Randy, what's going on with this? What's going on with rates or sales or foreclosures? Or, Randy, what's going on with health and wealth and pre-planning? And Yeah, so keep them coming in. That's what we do, research this stuff to dispel the myths versus reality on a lot of this. And to dispel the myths versus reality, this is still going on so many years later. I don't understand it. But I say this, I do the show about this every month. FHA, VA, and conventional appraisals. I get this from realtors all the time. Hey, when they go look at a house, this house will never fly FHA, but it'll fly conventional. This house will never fly VA or FHA, but it will fly conventional. Guess what? FHA and VA and conventional appraisals, they're all written up on the same form. And did you know that all FHA, VA, and conventional appraisals are in the same guidelines? Your house has to be in at least average condition, all utilities on, in good working order, and no health and safety concerns. I get realtors all the time, Randy, come on out and look at this house. Let, I, don't, I don't think this is going to fly FHA. Well, everybody, I've done 10 shows already this past 12 months on this. Um, there's these myths versus reality that if you go FHA, there's an FHA inspector that comes out and is going to call for a lot of repairs. I've done 10 of these shows in the past 12 months. There is no FHA inspector. There is no VA inspector. There is an FHA VA approved appraiser, which is the same as a conventional uh, appraisal uh, approved appraiser. We go through the same process. We go through your house, take pictures, measure. We don't go behind anything. We don't move anything. That's the home inspector. The home inspector spends two to three hours there. If you want to know all about the nooks and crannies of your house, get a home inspection done. The appraiser just gets general inspection whatsoever. And uh, but they, but they keep telling me, Randy, you got, you're the FHA inspector. Give us a week or two to get ready for FHA. I said that's urban myth. You guys all got to just drop this idea. Get what are you going to get ready for? Well, you know, FHA calls for GFCI outlets, kitchen and bathroom. No, they don't. Your local village and city might do that. But, Randy, we got to get smoke and carbon monoxide alarms on each level. FHA needs that. No, they don't. As a matter of fact, if you're an FHA-approved appraiser and you call for smoke and carbon monoxide alarms, you're going to get removed from the FHA fee panel because now you're starting to enforce state laws. 
it's health and safety is not up to the appraiser to, to find out if the carbon monoxide or smoke detectors work. Um, well, you know, Rand, you got to have gutters and downspouts. No, you don't. And the fascia and soffit have to be a certain. No, you don't. It's not FHA. Um, Wait a minute, Randy. But what about peeling paint? Peeling paint's a big deal if your house was bo- uh, built before 1978. You must remediate that. And it's really important that you get somebody that knows exactly what they're doing. They have to remediate everything, sand it, scrape it, remove all the dust. See, a lot of people had this idea that, you know, little children are walking on or crawling on the floor eating paint chips. That may have happened, but that's typically not what happens. Somebody's scraping and painting and sanding the window trim, and the dust from your lead-based paint is on the floor. And they get get it on their fingers, and they're sucking their fingers. And a lot of times, that's how it, it gets ingested into your body. But that's very dangerous. However, there's appraisers that are calling for peeling paint on a house that's 5, 10, 15, 20 years old, which is not a health and safety concern. You see, you cannot buy or manufacture lead-based paint since 1978. There still might have been stuff on the shelves, 1979, maybe 1980. But for the last 20 years, there's no lead-based paint. Um, And so that's not to be called for. In fact, uh, an appraiser was off the roster of a mortgage company, and three months ago they called me, Randy Barcella, can you do the final inspection? I said, yeah, what was the repair? The repair was scrape and prime and paint a shed. I said, the shed's five years old. That's not a repair anywhere. But, Randy, just go ahead and do the final inspection. We got closing coming up. I said, well, you, the underwriter, should know better to accept this. As a matter of fact, if a realtor or homeowner gets a list of 5, 10, 15 repairs, whatever it is, however amount that is, a lot of those are cosmetic in nature and made up by the appraiser because I have heard that if, let's say, the uh, like VA appraisals are $550. That's told. That's established by the VA. Let's say FHA appraisals are 475 well, a lot of appraisers, most of them work for appraisal management companies. And the appraisal management company says, hey, will you go do this FHA for 325 or 350 or 300 because they're going to keep 200 bucks for themselves. So the appraiser sometimes says, well, I want to get a reinspection fee. I'll call for a bunch of repairs. I'll get away with it. And then I go back out for a reinspection for $125. So I tell the realtors and the homeowners and the mortgage companies, if you have three, four, five, oh, how, it doesn't matter how many list of repairs, you ask the appraiser to copy and paste the sentences and paragraphs from the HUD 4000.1 guideline where it says I have to do those and you're going to do those. Absolutely. But if it's not on there, they have to take it off because it's just a, it's just a shame that this urban myth of if you go FHA, there's an FHA inspector that's going to come out and call for repairs. This stopped 25 years ago. I was at the Sheraton and Lyle 25 years ago. HUD Home Ownership Center, FHA, came to Chicagoland, and they said, we are no longer in the calling for repair business as long as your house complies with local building and zoning codes and there's no health and safety concerns, then you're okay. Uh, Here's where I will call for repairs. I walk up to the house. I see the shingles are curling on the roof. Some are falling off. I go to the second floor, and the ceiling tiles or this drywall is brown or yellow. Looks like a leaking roof to me, so that'll be called for. Hey, we're coming up to a quick break. I still have a few talking points about this topic, myths versus reality of FHA, VA, and conventional appraisals, Uh, but we're coming up to a quick break. Hey, have you been out to the website yet? Yeah, it's new. A lot of new things are there. Photo galleries, new photos, videos, biographies, testimonies of everybody on my show. Yeah, realestaterevealed.com, R-E-V as in Victor, E-A-L-E-D.com. We'll be right back. Now, back to 
Real Estate Revealed with your host, Randy Barcella. Welcome back to the Real Estate Revealed radio show. Enjoyed every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. I'm Randy Barcella, your show host. Okay, getting back to my last time. Were you on the last uh, 10, 15 minutes when I was going over the myths versus reality about FHA, VA, and conventional appraisals? I'll recap. FHA, VA, and conventional appraisals are the same. They're all put on the same form, and they pretty much have the same guidelines. Your house to be has to be in at least average condition, livable, all utilities are on in good working order, and there's no health and safety concerns. And just before the break, I saw a bad roof. Yeah, I'm going to take pictures of that. Susanna Padilla here in the studio during a commercial said, what about mold? You have to remediate that forever. But no appraiser could tell you if it's mold or not. I was in a house, and there was uh, must have been 500 circles, black circles, anywhere from a half an inch to four inches circles black. It appears to be mold, but I don't know, and no appraiser could ever tell you if it's mold. That has to be tested. So what the appraiser is to do, take a picture of that, say this is apparent mold. I suggest you get a mold remediation expert out there to see if it really is. And if it really is mold, then that'll be taken care of. Uh, another health and safety concern, I go in the house and the basement's flooded. Yeah, that has to be taken care of. It doesn't matter if it's FHA, VA, or conventional. What if the furnace is gone, hot water tank is gone? Right, that's got to be replaced. It doesn't matter if it's FHA, VA, or conventional. Um, let's say I go in the house and there's broken windows, not hairline cracks. Hairline cracks uh, will not be called for, but broken windows, yeah, you have to take care of that. Um, there's just a, it's just got to be health and safety. Susanna Padilla. Yeah, Randy, you know, this would, would really bother me. When I would show houses, some realtors, they would have uh, bank-owned properties. And I was told, because I used to do that, we had to have the utilities on, but some realtors do not have the utilities on heat. Yeah, or VA anything. does not require the utilities on FHA does okay. conventional, not necessarily. However, a lot of times the utilities will be turned on right before closing. That was just a foreclosure. The people were evicted. Uh, but if anybody has more questions about FHA VA or conventional appraisals, contact me anytime. 708-870-9400. 708-870-9400, text or call. I do home buyer seminars. I do real estate office seminars for all the real estate brokers, help them get updated. I go to mortgage companies to get the loan officers updated. Um, and so, yeah, just a lot of great, uh, valuable information there for everybody. And so, um, hey, I got to thank the other co-hosts who are not here. I can't believe where did this hour go? I know, it was so much fun. <laughs> And so uh, I want to thank Pat Canone, mortgage loan consultant from the Loan Depot, Vincent Arricchio, the premier commercial and residential attorney, Paula Avon, a realtor from Jameson Sotheby's uh, in Highland Park, Liz Todorovic, financial coach from Legacy Wealth, Chiquika Williams, family nurse practitioner and owner of Sky Rose Rejuvenation and Spa Orland Park, Kalila Maddox, real estate agent, Real People Realty, Slob Polinsky, realtor from At Properties Downers Grove, Roberto Montano, MBA uh, and realtor from Remax Partners, and of course, um, the great producer here at AM560, Joshua Buckhalter. And like I said, keep your emails and texts and phone calls coming in because that's how, how we produce the rest of the shows for the uh, rest of the year coming up now. Um, and you know me, I always like to finish the show with inspirational quotes. And if you see me on Facebook, go ahead and friend me because I have three to four of those each week. Here's a good one for you, everybody. Sometimes the fear won't go away. So you'll have to do it afraid. Remember this one, everybody. 
I'm afraid too. Sometimes everybody is, but sometimes the fear will not go away. So you'll have to do it afraid. And don't worry because sometimes your setbacks are simply a setup for favors to come, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Psychology says the less you care about what others think about you, the happier you will be. Amen to that, brother. Amen. And you know what? Appreciate where you are in your journey, everybody. Even if it's not where you want to be yet, every season serves a purpose. And remember, most of your stress comes from the way you respond, not the way life really is. Adjust your attitude and all that extra stress is gone. Hey, the website, realestaterevealed.com. We have videos on Facebook right now. Facebook, Real Estate Revealed on Facebook. So um, be well, everybody. Have Make it a great week, and I can't wait to see you here back next Sunday morning on AM 560, The Answer, Real Estate Revealed. Thank you. Running a business comes with pressure. Fortunately, there's Inspirity. Offering my employees competitive benefit options, providing compliance advice, and lightening my HR load. With Inspirity, nothing seems impossible. Inspirity, HR that makes a difference.